Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of The Coach Harris Show. Thank you so much for taking a listen today. I will start off being fully transparent, saying that I am a little bit hungry right now, so if you hear me space out, it's because I'm thinking of tacos. Tacos are incredible. I could talk for an hour about tacos, but that's not why you're here. So today, we're going to have a kind of lighthearted, smooth episode about what fitness means to me, and This by no means is going to be an exhaustive list or an exhaustive episode because honestly, I haven't given thought right now to every single thing that it means to me. There's been so many different variables and and meanings to me over the almost 10 years that I've been involved with fitness. But this is going to be a top of mind, what comes to mind right now for me. And the reason why I think you might enjoy listening to this is because it's not just about me, but I think you will be able to relate to a lot of what I say, and hopefully it will help you have a little bit more excitement behind your own fitness and resonate with certain things that you have gone through in your own experience. So a backstory on me to how I got started in all of this. When I was a little little dude, a little kid, I played a lot of sports. I was frankly never good at any of them, or at least just kind of average. I tried everything for a month, and then I would, I would stop and go to something else. But the recurring sport that I was really into was baseball. I played baseball for about 10 years. I was, I was all right, but I mean, by any other baseball player standards, not really. I, I played until I was um, a sophomore in high school. That was it. My entire youth... And then I basically quit baseball and switched to golf because golf was calling me and I love the idea of it and I started to get the bug for it. So golf became my main thing for the last couple years of high school, actually last three to four years of high school. And I know there's a big argument if, if it is a sport or if it's a game, we'll say it's not a sport for the sake of the pushback here. It's, it's, a, it's a fun game either way, but it's very challenging and it was very stimulating mentally and it was very... Uh, demanding in a lot of ways. So golf was a huge focal point for me and it gave me a sense of control and it gave me a sense of progress that I've never had before where it was just me and the course, right? And that was great, but there was no fitness involved. Even with baseball, I never I never really lifted weights. I never did anything like that. I never enjoyed it particularly because I didn't seem to have a reason. And while golf was an amazing outlet, there was still something missing from the physical sense that I, I didn't know I needed. So when the time came that I was 16, I believe I just turned 16, I, however this happened, I don't really remember, was introduced to a little bit more weightlifting. And then I became to kind of research it and get a little bit more interested in what was going on with strength and potentially building my body up because I was extremely insecure at that age, like most 16-year-olds are, but I was frail. I was thin. I weighed 120 pounds soaking wet. I had no, my body was just flat. You know, I felt very insecure about that. My strength levels were non-existent. I didn't know how to use my body in any kind of athletic way, really. So um, I discovered strength training and it led me to getting some weights in my basement and basically going from zero to 100 in terms of learning about all of this stuff. I ended up watching YouTube videos, reading articles, every waking moment that I was not 
doing schoolwork, which was not a lot, or doing anything else. It became a huge passion is a is a obvious term, but just a huge piece of my kind of emerging adulthood. It was a sense of control. It was a sense of structure and a sense of progress like golf was, but in a much more physical way. I knew that if I was having a a bad day, if my mental state was in a, uh, a scattered place, if I was having stress with family or with anything that was going on in my just young 16-year-old brain, I could very, very routinely and without any question go downstairs, do a warm-up, grab the weights that I did last week, and try that again and try for one more rep. Right, that's the big thing. I was able to find a sense of purpose in getting stronger and trying to improve my body in terms of muscle mass. Because when all else failed, when everything else felt like it was going to shit and I had nothing else to work for and I was confused on what I cared about or I enjoyed, I could go down and I could try to put on one more rep or to put on five more pounds and to try to improve myself in a little bit. And that became really addicting to learn about, to perform, to execute. So fitness for me wasn't, while it was aesthetic, of course, in the beginning, and it still is sometimes, you know, I mean, it was definitely about girls and it was about a lack of confidence and wanting to look better for whomever, you know, it was on a deeper level about building a stronger man. Honestly, I I didn't feel like a man. I was young and I needed something to really give myself that outlet that I could overcome hard challenges at will, on demand, right? If I was feeling like I wasn't being challenged in my in my day-to-day, I could go down and put myself through really tough resistance. And that would give me something that I could either fail and quit on or overcome. And it was my choice, 100%. That's what I love about fitness to this day. I'm not going to go through the entire timeline right now of my years, but That's what I love about fitness 100% the most is that it is a tool. I've, I've been saying this more and more throughout the podcast. It is a tool that allows you to overcome resistance at will. Why is that important? Yes, as adults, our lives are arguably much harder than when we're 16. Not for every, I mean... Again, it's going to depend on your your backstory and your life and in what context, but we have more responsibilities. We have more stress usually in certain ways. We have a lot of stuff going on. So I don't think any sane adult is at loss for things to challenge them in their life. But there's a difference between being challenged by your boss or by family conflicts or by life responsibilities and being challenged by something that is 100% about you, your body, your abilities, and can you lift something or not? Can you push through a really challenging burn or not? Can you have the mental grit to say, this is crushing my lungs, this is crushing my muscles, this feels heavy, this feels tough, but I'm going to persist and I'm going to get through it. Can you do that? So that's why I love fitness and that's why I love strength because on good days and during good weeks of my life when I'm feeling amazing, 
it's still there for me and it's still just a fun, exciting thing that I can use to stay consistent, to build discipline, to, you know, just do the practice. Sometimes it's not even such a a thought. I just do it or I attempt to do it. But here's the most important thing. When I'm experiencing the bad days, the bad weeks, the bad months where I feel like my my work is messy, I don't feel clear-headed, I don't feel like I'm on the right path, I feel like I'm spinning my wheels, I feel defeated, I feel X, Y, Z, all the stuff that we think about and feel all the time, right? When I'm in those really bad moments, and those moments vary, of course, I know the one thing that no matter what will make me not just feel better, but think clearer, get back to my roots, is going and lifting heavy shit. And not just doing a rep and leaving, right? But the idea of getting to a place in a workout or in a set where it's very challenging, and I have to I have to breathe and I have to move athletically and I have to get all of my joints moving again, right? I feel alive. I feel in my body. That's very powerful. You know, it's an interesting kind of side note to think about. I don't think as many people as they should realize just how intertwined the mind and the body are, right? We... We hear a lot of these ideas, we think about it sometimes possibly, but I want you to really give a thought to how directly related what we do with our body affects our mind, right? We know the mind affects the body. If you don't want to work out, it's usually, rather, it's always a mental thing. Maybe your body is hurting, maybe you are injured, maybe there's something going on physically, but that never means that you cannot work out, cannot move. The decision to stand up, start, and train is 100% mental, always, right? That's pretty obvious. We know that if we change our mindset, if we get ourselves excited and motivated mentally, we'll be able to perform more physically. But what really gets me excited about teaching fitness is both sides of this, especially how the body affects the mind. How if you are not even thinking about fitness, if you are in a work day, if you're having family issues, if you're having any kind of mental stress or challenge or, or uh, tension, You can use fitness, use your body, right? Use your muscles, use your joints, use your movement to directly, positively impact your mental state. That shit is powerful, right? So I'm going to wrap it up by leaving you this, this idea to think about yes, but what I always care the most about with anything I teach this podcast, my email list, the clients that I work with, whatever is giving you things to take action on. I can't stress enough how much information overload is a problem in this industry, especially in this decade, in this century. Information is amazing. Education is incredible. But there 
is never enough of it. There's, I might be saying that wrong, but there's, there's always enough of it. There's always too much of it because the best things in life, the best practices in life come from doing and failing and doing and reassessing and doing again. The information can guide you. It should guide you, right? It gives you insights that you might not have had for a long time if you didn't have them. But the action, the doing is crucial. So this is something you can think about. It's more information for you, but I want you to actually take action on this right away as soon as you need to, as soon as you can. And that is, I challenge you, I invite you to consider thinking about fitness from more of that toolbox standpoint. It's not just a means to look sexy. It's not just a means to feel attractive physically, right? Which is, it's all, all those things are amazing. It's not just a means to do something cool for the sake of doing something cool or to setting a fitness goal, right? All of those are important, but it can be a beyond powerful tool that you literally, literally have access to 24-7, no matter what, to directly in the moment impact your brain, your mind, your thoughts, your perspective, your outlook on your day, on your life for the better. If you were stranded in a, in a desert, you didn't have weights, you didn't have anything, and you were feeling shitty, obviously your, your priorities are more important than just feeling better. You need to get the hell out of the desert. But my point is you could do something with just your body weight to make your mental state better, right? You don't need anything. If you have a gym, if you have heavy weights, even better. If you're in a setting that promotes this more routinely, even better, but you get my idea. So the challenge for you is next time, whether that's this moment that you're listening, you could finish the episode and then try this or tomorrow, or as soon as you feel like you are in a less than ideal state mentally, do something with your body and see how it goes. It can, when I say literally, I mean literally be 60 seconds, 60 seconds of as many body weight squats as you can. First of all, the challenge aspect of that changes your psychology. It's not just 60 seconds of la-di-da squatting, but it's pushing for maximum effort, maximum speed, right? Your mind will not be on your work on anything else, probably. It's going to be on that set and it's going to be tough. After that, you're going to feel a little more accomplished, a little more alive in your body, right? So try that. If you try it and it helps, I would love for you to reach out to me and let me know. If you are enjoying this podcast, if this is the first one you listened, welcome. I have many, many more to come. I've been putting out episodes almost every day, Monday through Friday. There's been a couple of misses, but for the most part, it's been just over a month and I have, I believe this will be the 22nd episode. So they're coming out frequently. Most of them are going to be 10 to 15 minutes long, just myself with possibly one, maybe two a week being about an hour with a guest. So if you're enjoying it, if you've already been listening for a while, thank you as well. I would really appreciate I would mean a great deal to me if you could take a few seconds, go to Apple Podcasts on your phone, leave a review and a a rating, leaving your first name. One, because I really want to know who you are. I've had some people leave ratings, which I appreciate greatly, but I had no idea who left them. You can leave 
some kind of name that I would understand, but for anonym, um, an anonymity purposes, you can keep it brief. And a review would be really nice so I can get some feedback on what I could work on, what you enjoy. That'd be very helpful. It also helps the podcast do better and reach more people, which is the goal. So thank you so much in advance for that. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Have an amazing day. Go get some tacos.